Thank you for having me. Do you like Green Line as a project? Look, I think uh, everybody in Victoria can see that Green Line could be a very good project, but it really is a discussion around where the funding should come from. This is not something that the City of Melbourne can actually prioritise at, you know, at least $316 million at the moment, probably four or $500 million as council projects tend to go when they blow out always. This is not money that Victorians would think is a priority for the Melbourne City Council. The Melbourne City Council, like all councils in Victoria, needs to have very clear lanes that it stays in. It needs to clean up the city, make it safe and make it an inviting environment as its number one priority so that people return and businesses can thrive. These sorts of projects are a state responsibility. And I understand, obviously, financially, it's a huge thing on a a council. But I would have argued, though, a project like Greenline works exactly into what you're talking about. It would make people come into the city. It would make the city safer. It would make it more amenable to tourists. So so you would like to to think that, Nick, but let's ask this question. If young women don't feel safe going out on a Friday night in the city, in the CBD now prettying up the, the you know the uh, riverbank isn't going to fix that problem it's It'll ignoring help. the problem and adding to it no it won't it won't help what it will do it will it will actually create safer and non-safer areas of the city what we need is melbourne city council to stop with the task force task force and rhetoric and put together a comprehensive plan which Greenline can feed into at the back end yeah. but what people want first is a clean safe really welcoming city to just do it at a cost of 316 million dollars along the riverbank it's lovely but it's not the number one priority it's a it's part of a bigger program you've got to tell you as a rate payer in the city of melbourne i'd prefer cheaper rates um if you're looking for some place to spend that 316 million put some back in my pocket that'd be that'd be wonderful i don't want them to go up further and further to fund a passion project but don't but don't you also think the benefits of making the North Bank, and whether it be Green Line or however, actually making the North Bank develop properly, relatively good to look at, and getting, sadly at the moment, there are a lot of uh, uh, people who are homeless use that area. There is a lot of drug problems down there, all that sort of stuff. That would help. By putting people, tourists and businesses into that area, you tend to reduce those problems. Well, that's the theory, Nick, but unfortunately that won't be the reality. If you look at the business case that Greenline is based upon, I don't see how councils can even have any integrity to put out a business case that says there's a medium risk that it won't deliver any of the targets that they've actually espoused. The cost-benefits a... ratio, yeah. yeah Correct. Risk. That's a big risk. That's a big risk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... it's a huge risk. You don't take that kind of risk with public money. Correct. In a cost-of-living crisis, when rates bills are hurting everybody more than ever, when councils aren't showing mercy and they're still putting rates up, and fanciful, you know, um, ambitious personal projects, it just says respectfully that Sally Cap and any member of a council who thinks that that's what they should do with ratepayers' money is out of touch and it needs to be taken to an election and the people need to have their say. Well, it has gone to an election or two. Yeah. She did first Twice. propose this before yeah. she... This was her big idea uh, when she was first running and she certainly backed it up again uh, last time around, 2018... Oh, 2019? Um, 
she's oh. ba- she's backed it up or 2020. Whenever the oh, last yeah, one whenever. Was. I, I, dis- I disagree with that though. The cost has now come in at 350. Uh, oh, as in we haven't had we haven't costing, had a full yeah. picture yeah, of what it was going now to cost. Time now to bring it back to the people and yeah. go. Do you yeah. still want this? Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's perfectly legitimate, particularly seeing, as Heidi has pointed out, the state government hasn't really you know put its hand in its pocket and. Chucked That's a couple of trees at it. And won't yeah. likely be because, <laughs> no. yeah, there's no, there's no money around no, the place. Take... Yeah. Good on you, Dean. Thanks for your time this morning. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you. Dean, Dean Hurlston is the president of Council Watch. Ray, what do you think on this? Hello, Ray. Uh, yes, it's, uh, uh, Ray, how are you? Very yeah, well. Good, thanks. Hello. I'm a bit concerned you're talking about property developers or property owners um, contributing to this uh, green line, yep. I don't think you realise how much uh, these property owners are, um, are hurting regarding uh, land taxes and, and all these additional taxes. Um, it, it's just over the top now. Um, um, most property developers and, and property owners are, are selling. They're getting out. And, and um, you know, to, to suggest that they should pay money towards this green line, it's just ridiculous. Oh yeah, I, I'm well aware that the that the taxes are uh, feeling out of control for a lot of people in this space. Oh, I'm not the one suggesting they actually do it. They're the ones looking at it. The council is the one looking at it. They need to find the money for somewhere, and they've not ruled out coming after developers. Yeah, and putting one more layer of cost onto business. And any developer who builds in an area which needs infrastructure will make a contribution to the state government, have in the past and will in the future. So it exists. It would not be a new concept. Well, no, it would be because it would be a council one. Well, yes, actually, it would be on a smaller scale than a green wedge housing yeah. estate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, it would They'd be. They'd set at their own sort of level. Uh, I mm. mean, I don't think it's fair. Ray, you don't think it's fair? Uh, no, definitely not. And if you start look at, if you did a survey on land taxes worldwide, I'm talking about, Victoria would be number one up top. That would not surprise me. Land tax. Wouldn't surprise me. You were out talking some land tax during the week. Yeah, on Thursday we went to some uh, factories out in Dandenong, the uh, southeast Melbourne. Alliance, Manufacturing Alliance, released a survey. What was the worst one? Uh, well, bill, the, the, land tax bill. The, uh, someone was talking about theirs going up 300%. Oh! And it, it, it was a rat of the, uh, my... Um, yeah, as you know, I'm lousy with maths. <laughs> but I, it was... One person had an extra bill this year from last year of an extra 117000 Wow. And that's a factory. It, and it, we're not talking out in Dandenong major... We're talking, you know businesses, but they're basically small to medium. So any Not with business, millions and billions no, in turnover. No, you're yeah. not talking something that is, you know, five hundred million dollars a turnover. So mm. hundred and seventeen thousand is a huge whack. And they're now a third of them are now talking about having to lay off staff and seventy five percent of them are talking about increasing their prices. And the irony in that is they actually supply a lot of stuff to government projects like housing and building trains and trams. So therefore, the price goes up for the government to buy, to make all this stuff, all because it put a land tax on the original suppliers. So we go around in one big circle. The government, while getting the money from the land tax, then has to spend a lot of that in repurchasing all the equipment. Makes me dizzy. Yeah. I know. It so is and, just and, and who's insane. at the end of the pipeline is the buyer 
who their six hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollar apartment is now six hundred and eighty thousand dollars because of yeah. the levy that they have to funnel back to the state government yeah, who's know, given council the money. I mean, yeah, I know it the is. Concept they all of go it, round in like circles. water down a but drain. It, yeah, but guess uh, who? Guess who ends up with the money out of their pockets? Oh yeah, us. The, yeah, the, uh, us. And <laughs> where in this landed. case, in this case, and, and and I understand this argument. The manufacturing industry out at Dandenong was considered an essential service mm. during COVID. They busted absolutely everything to continue going under incredible circumstances with COVID and now this is what how they get thanked. Yeah, we'll talk to you some more about this after the break. One double three six nine three, it's bang on eleven thirty.